On this episode, we talk all about posting jobs, especially winter needs coming up here over the next couple of months. Atlas All Access starts now. All right. Two recruiters. Everyone knows Brayden. I would think everyone knows Brayden by now. Hi. Mike Von Dolan is with us, too. You've been on once or twice before. Yeah. Was it Beer with Friends or... Uh, a Beer with Atlas? Yeah. yeah We've yeah, only that done one. Like 60 episodes of that, <laughs> but good job. Okay, good. Yeah, you know. <laughs> right? Okay. Um, so the idea behind this one was I've seen a lot of job posts lately. Maybe not some ours, some others. Okay. And... I wanted to ask some honest questions about posting jobs. And so, Braden, you post jobs all the time. Yes. In your group, you post jobs, correct? Um, yes. Or just in general? You in, I have a couple groups that I post to, that okay. I stick to. And, Mike, you do not post jobs. No, I do not. Okay. So, let's talk about that first. Pros and cons of posting jobs. Why do you do it? Why don't you do it? Um, I post jobs... Because there's an audience that's looking for jobs and social media is an easy way to reach, I think, the greatest number of people at any one time. I could talk to, you know, say, for example, I could talk to 20 NICU nurses in one day Mm -hmm. by picking up the phone and calling them. Or I could talk to 3,000 potential NICU nurses with one post. So I don't necessarily have to hope that what I'm bringing to the table is the right fit when I can just show what I have in terms of jobs or access or things like that Mm -hmm. and just kind of allow the nurses to be the ones that decide, hey, maybe this is a conversation that I'd like to continue. So then what's the argument for not posting a job? Um, I would say, well, one, I don't have the brain capacity to (laughs) deal with all (laughs) that coming at you because you have a lot of people that are reaching out to you. So it's, it's great from that point Mm -hmm. but from a sheer volume from a sheer volume and that's where with everything else we got going on i don't have the the brain capacity to do that understood um plus you just you you get a lot of different types of people coming to you so Mm -hmm. i just have a different way about going and basically finding the nurses i want to work with so let's clarify for everyone it's not that mike is dumb Correct. Brain capacity, <laughs> right? It's just that you recruit completely different. Correct. It's it's more of a personal one-on-one sort of thing. You want to make those connections at your pace yep. rather than at the volume pace, which I think both of those are totally fine. I don't see any problem with either one of those. What happens, though, Brayden, when a job is filled or is closed and then someone comes back to you and wants that job. What happens then? Because I think this is where it gets sticky. Yeah, and I it's a I think it's a stigma that comes with recruiting on social media mm-hmm. is that well, all the jobs are filled. Everybody's trying to bait and switch you with the biggest pay packages that they can mm-hmm. and then oh, conveniently that job's filled, but the same job also, you know, is available for this lower rate if you want that, which sucks. Sure. That there's that stigma. And I think that that has to do with a lot of other things than just recruiting on social media. Mm -hmm. So I think everybody knows that most of the jobs are probably 
filling as the jobs get posted. Mm-hmm. Um, the really, really good the jobs. The good ones. Yeah. Like when you see, Go. if you see something that's too good to be true, like everything else on the internet, chances are it either is or it's being filled by somebody because most recruiters, they have nurses that they work with that would fill these jobs. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as that job comes out, that's crazy good pay they're already submitting people that they're already working with. Correct. Which is why you need to have profiles set up with recruiters that are on top of things like that. So you're saying everything on the internet isn't true? Yes. <laughs> are you sure about Correct. that? Correct. <laughs> okay. All right. If it is, then I need to rethink a lot of things. Maybe. That was clearly sarcasm, obviously. That, mm. Yeah. I mean, clearly, maybe not. <laughs> Posting jobs also is a good thing because it also allows us to show nurses what we actually have for facilities and whatnot, but they have to have the right understanding that if they see that and it's been posted three hours ago, Mm -hmm. that facility might already have 50 applicants to it. Absolutely. Which you're not, you have to have the right understanding that you're, if you try to apply for it, you might not get the job. I would say probably 99% of the time you're not going to get that job. Yeah. Maybe and that and maybe things have changed. I've been I haven't I haven't received a job posting from a hospital in my current what I do right now. It's been at least three years since I've since a hospital has emailed me, Rich. I need an ICU nurse, right? So yep. maybe things have changed. I don't know. But three years ago, if they emailed me and said, Rich, I need an ICU nurse, like you said, I already have a handful that I can submit. If you post that job what are you really doing? What I'm doing is, I mean, Mike said it. Most of what I am trying to do or my intention when I'm posting jobs Mm -hmm. online is to show value, to show Atlas, to make sure that we're present and to show the types of contracts and facilities and Mm -hmm. pay packages that we have. Sure, you might see my post that I posted yesterday Mm -hmm. and that job might not be available, but that hospital is going to need another pick you nurse or another med surge nurse and the next time mm-hmm. you can be ready for that job yep that's what i was getting at because if they generally if they've had one need they'll have more needs right so you aren't necessarily fishing right correct you're not saying oh that one just closed but send me your profile and i will get you whatever right it's this hospital uses a lot of icu pick you nurses mm-hmm or whatever, these needs could open up again. Let's start that conversation. And there are some that are very clear when they do that. And then maybe there are some that aren't necessarily. But I'm sure you can parse those out. You've seen them. You know what yeah. they look like. The, right? Like the pay packages? or the... Uh, Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you can tell. If you, you sit, if you sit around long enough, mm-hmm. you kind of learn patterns. So talk to me about the anatomy of posting a job then. Like, and then like, what, what are you looking for specifically when you put that job out there? Or in your case, when you're talking one-on-one to somebody, like what are those points that are important and what are maybe just not so important necessarily? Well, from, from my end, when I'm talking to nurses, because I have a lot of nurses that do look on Facebook for jobs. And sure. it's fantastic because they can come to me and say, hey, I saw this. Can you check into it? Mm-hmm. But one really important conversation that I have with my nurses is there are some facilities that allow you to bid the bill rate, 
meaning they can mm-hmm. max all the stipends out and make it look like a amazing pay package. Yep. But when it comes down to things, the client manager has a bill rate that he knows jobs move at. So, mm-hmm. you know, if if a job gets posted for two thousand dollars, but we know it's going to move at fifteen hundred, sure you can submit for two thousand dollars with X Y Z company, but you're probably not going to get the job because they're hiring at a fifteen hundred dollar mm-hmm. pay package, and that's just where I try to be upfront, honest with you know my nurses as right. to educate them that just because that is out there mm-hmm. it doesn't mean it's not possible but it's it's highly unlikely so now to satisfy the knee-jerk reaction there it's not just we're taking the lowest rate possible right no it's because there could be lower there could be 1200 or sure. whatever but they're yeah. not taking that that if you took these for example that allow you to bid out that bill rate and you make the best possible pay package you can possibly get out mm-hmm. of it and they're going to settle for something in the middle that's a fairly common occurrence. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, I get those all the time. They say, hey, Mike, you pitched me this at fifteen fifty per week, but I saw it on the internet for mm-hmm. $1,900. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I ran the numbers, and you sure could potentially mm-hmm. go in at 1900 But again, it, it all comes back to me wanting to give you the best opportunity at getting that job if you're really interested in it. Yep. And that's the client manager side, they, they've done it long enough and they've seen where placements go through and, you know, 1550 is where we're going to be at to give right. you the best shot. Yep. All right. So then posting a job, mm-hmm. what's, what does that look like? What do you, are you, are you quoting pay on that? Are you just, how, how do you, how, what's the best possible structure that you found for posting those jobs? I don't know if it's the best. It works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I post to a couple of pretty consistent groups. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of them are just pediatric groups, just because that's kind of what I know. It's the mm-hmm. nurses that I build my desk around, mm-hmm. um, and because I can standardize my format and what I'm posting, mm-hmm. so I don't have to necessarily tailor. This one does pay. This one does not do pay because all the groups that are on have different requirements, mm-hmm. and a lot of those requirements are meant to protect nurses from exactly what we're talking about pay packages that aren't real pay packages or things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so what I do, I break down, I break down my pay package, Mm -hmm. hourly stipends, travel, the shift, the start date, like all of the information I have short of what the hospital is. Mm -hmm. I try and include in my post because I figure, you know, we're already on a short time frame. If you want that specific job right now, Mm -hmm going through and having to like weed information out and you know pull teeth Mm -hmm. so to say to get the information that you might want to know if it's a job that you want to fill out an application for or anything like that just seems like a waste of everybody's time so i generally post as much information as i can so i can be upfront and honest about it um i post it with a picture because visuals online i mean if you're scrolling through thirty thousand pay packages at any one time it's the mm-hmm. one that's got the the pictures that's what's going to cause somebody to stop and look and sure kind of get the information mm-hmm. um and then i try to include the, the same sort of information in in the graphics that i that i put out there gotcha so then last question is is do you find you get more out of posting these jobs than you maybe do out of 
your brand, like your personal brand, the team Braden thing? And do you find you get more out of those one-on-one conversations rather than going off of other job posts? I think that building off of my brand and my job posts, they go hand in hand. It's not a one or the other type of thing. Um, I try and post things consistently and stylize the same, like a lot of the same sort of things go into every single post mm-hmm. so that I can build that brand. I mean, before I had a sticker, I had 40 job posts in you know a three-day period that sure. all looked the same, that all said my name, that had a picture of me on them, mm-hmm. you know, with, you know, obviously inside Washington, D.C. or sure. Washington or wherever. So I think that it's not one or the other. It's posting honestly and posting pay packages and being you know straightforward on on social media Mm -hmm. is part of my brand and he nails it there like he has his following and he has people that trust him Mm -hmm. in his process and how he goes about it and then i have my people that trust me Mm -hmm. and they know that when i'm telling them you know about a job or a lack of a job in the system Mm -hmm. You know, they know I'm being upfront with them and, you know, we can move forward past that job. You know, for instance, if it was posted three weeks ago, I can go in the system and give them that information and say, look, you know, I see that you saw this job today. Yeah. It closed three weeks ago. Like Mm -hmm. that just builds a lot of trust with me and my traveler, but he's doing it just in a different way Mm -hmm. because he's posting jobs, but he's also being upfront about, Hey, that closed. Or his following knows that he's trustworthy on what he's doing because Correct. he's been doing it for a while. Yep. It, it's a chicken and egg argument. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, we are just, we are way different, but we kind of meet somewhere down the way on the same path. Absolutely. Yeah. And you'll find that, I think, across the board with different Atlas recruiters as well. Yeah. yeah. Not everyone puts their face on a sticker, right? I mean, not that that's bad. I think it's very good. I'm not good enough. Good. Looking to be able to do that. Well, we took, we neither took a is he. We a lot of detail out of that. <laughs> that's is not much. That's absolutely true. So, all right, Braden, Mike, thanks for joining me. So, do you think you'll post jobs on the internet now? Probably not. Okay. Do you think you'll stop posting jobs on the internet? I have honestly, I've slowed down a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm very. I don't know. I have a very dedicated group of nurses that I work with, mm-hmm. and now I'm at the point where. They're just sending me nurses to work with. So please keep doing that. Uh, it's how I eat and it's how I feed my family. So please don't stop because I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to post a lot of jobs anymore. I, I think what, I have to. I, I think what I've learned from all this too is that it, it's going to continue to happen. There are positives on both sides. As long as there is a honest outcome when that phone call actually happens, because it's got to be a phone call at the end. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. it has to be that talking about that specific job or that specific area or that specific post, then you have that honest conversation about that job in particular, then you'll always end up on the good side. Yeah. As long as you're being upfront and honest with people. Yep. I mean, that's the Atlas way and that's, that's nothing that's going to change either, you know, no matter how you get a hold of nurses or talk to people, it doesn't matter. It's all the, the Atlas way. And from the nurse's side, just ask the right questions too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really important. Our job is to educate you the best we can to make, so you have the right resources at your fingertips to make the right decisions. Yep. Perfect. All right. Braden, Mike, thank you. Braden, out. <laughs> Stepping on my line. <laughs> we'll see you next week.